Believe in yourself, reach out for your dreams. Don't surrender, there is more than it seems. Hold on and fight, follow your heart. This is your way, love is what you make of it. Hi, this is Dr. Joe Luciani, along with my ever-present, ever-hardworking, never-procrastinating daughter and co-host, Lauren Simonian, welcoming you to another session of self-coaching, where real-life emotional struggle, whether it's depression, anxiety, relationship conflict, losing weight, or simply handling life's challenges are all addressed, teaching you to become your own best coach. Lauren, I'm, I'm sorry in introducing you. I just, I, I couldn't think of the proper adjectives to say, but I thought ever-present, you're, you're ever-present in my mind. How's that? That's lovely. I'm just confused about, did you say never procrastinating or ever procrastinating mm. daughter? You know what? Because I, don't, I think I'm probably closer to the ever procrastinating well, there you go. You just hit the nail on the head. We are talking about procrastination today. But before we begin, uh, I'd like to start off with the song of the day first. Is that okay? Absolutely. Okay. okay here we go in three, two, one. Slow down. You move too fast. You got to make the morning last. Just kicking down the cobblestone. Looking for fun and feeling groovy. Well, Lauren, see, I just mm. want to kick down the old cobblestone. I don't want to have to do any chores. Does yeah. that sound unreasonable to you? I feel like that song could be my theme song. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> I agree. I like to. But, uh, you know, we have to heed the advice of Mark Twain. And, and I think it's a very, very important um, note to make. But before I, I read to you Mark Twain's quote, let me just say, ribbit, ribbit, ribbit. How about that? Are, are you ribbiting like a frog for a reason? <laughs> yeah, you know. I know you like animal noises, but ribbit, ribbit. what's happening here? So Mark Twain says, if it's your job to eat a frog, it's best to do it first thing in the morning. And if it's your job to eat two frogs, it's best to eat the biggest one first. Good uh, advice, huh? Good advice. It's right? good advice. And at least now I know why you were riveting. Ribbit. Sometimes you, you scare me a little. Why? Well, oh, by the way, excuse like very... me. For, excuse oh, gosh. Me. I'm sorry for interrupting, but <laughs> thank you so much for for bringing oh. back my singing bowl. Isn't You're it? welcome. I couldn't steal your zen for too long. You brought back my singing bowl. Very nice. Thank you. Uh, so <laughs> we're talking about pro as I procrastinate, getting into our topic mm -hmm. today. But procrastination happens to be a normal if not universal phenomenon. So it, I'm sure no one listening to this is a stranger to procrastination. Do you see it that way? Or do you see it as a malady that only you, Lauren and her father possess? <laughs> no, I definitely think that all people probably procrastinate from time to time. 
I mean, I, I, I don't think I've ever met anyone, and especially being a psychologist, I've never listened to anyone's deep, dark secrets who hasn't confessed to procrastinating from time and again. Uh, mm -hmm. I guess I guess it's safe to say there are two kinds of procrastination, acute procrastination and chronic procrastination. And let's talk about the two. I mean, the acute would be the occasional person that gets involved with something and pulls away and, you know, just kicks the can down the road. But generally, their functioning is is adequate, if not uh, top notch. But every once in a while, and that would be the acute procrastinator. The chronic procrastinator is someone who usually literally procrastinates at everything. So let's let's start mm -hmm. with acute because that's that's more what I think most people fall into. And I'd like to start. Can we also talk about all the tasks that sometimes get completed when you're trying to procrastinate? So you just do everything <laughs> else. <laughs> so it actually winds up being more productive to procrastinate. That's, that's true. That's true. Every all the other things get done just in order to avoid. It's kind of like yeah. a reward, right? So you 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 do A, B, C, D because you really don't want to have to do that one thing you don't want to do. Mm -hmm. So let me do this first. Let me sweep the floor. Let me go vacuum the rug. Let me. Yeah. I always have a very clean house when I don't <laughs> want to do something. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sorry. You know, I interrupted chronic no, no, and acute. No, no, no. That's, that's fine. We're, we're talking about relatively normal procrastination or acute procrastination. And for me, I find that when I have too many options, you know, too many pleasant options, kind of not, not necessarily vacuuming the rug and stuff like that, but when there are many things in my life that I'd rather be doing, it's, it's, mm. those are the times that I, I might find myself procrastinating. And you know me, I would throw on a, you know, a, an astronomy YouTube or something like that. All these very pleasant things that you just want to do every day. So for me, you know, it's it's I have too many options. It's it's not like I, I I'm glad to have something that I have to apply myself to. Uh, there are 50 things I would like to apply myself to. So doing the bills, for example, eh, it just doesn't you know it doesn't have the energy that I would want to uh, be stimulated by. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Oh, I know what you mean. Trust me. How about you? What what would you say is kind of the the typical reason for your procrastinating? I think in all honesty, it's like you were just saying, when there's something that just doesn't feel filling to me, even if it's a simple task, I just really don't want to do it. Like mm. for instance, calling insurance companies or fixing something on a bank statement or all those things that just feel so mundane. Um, I just hate wasting. It feels like wasting time. And I know they often are big time commitments. So I'd rather stroll down the cobblestone streets feeling groovy. <laughs> what, wouldn't you love to? I mean, do you think there are people that like calling insurance companies? You know, and you call. Yes. Them, do you know why? Because there's a lot of people who like like checking things off their list. Like they feel very in control when they do the things that they set out to do. So I think because there's like a clear ending and beginning in those tasks, like people, I, I know people who actually like, like having those tasks because they can feel like they're complete. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. I mean, I, I had to, for psychologists now, the insurance companies are getting rid of paper and we have to join in this Navinet, you know, you know, me with computers and 
you know, so you go online mm-hmm. and after two hours of frustration, you know, and then finally you call up and you get one of those press one if you have rah, 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 press two. <laughs> and finally I get somebody and and I, you know, I said to her, I said, listen, if you can help me get get this solved, I'm gonna come over wherever you are and buy you a drink because <laughs> you know, you get to a point <laughs> where you, you just want to do anything to get yeah. it off your plate. And, but see, this is why I think, you know, a lot of tasks are just so endless and looping that even the least likely procrastinator gets, you know, really demotivated. You know, life mm-hmm. can be difficult and, and procrastination at times, we just, we just run out of gas, but that's when you do apply yourself. So we're not talking about applying yourself. We're talking about avoiding. So, so yes. for me, it's too many options. Did you know that it, it's not, it really isn't so much a matter of time. I figured that out. It's a matter of energy. If I don't get my tasks done, well, specifically, for example, I like to go out for a short jog every morning. If I don't do it before 12 noon, it doesn't get done. I just, my energy is there in the morning. Mm-hmm. If I'm writing a book or starting to write a book, same thing. All my productive energy is before 12 noon. So I, I have an energy requirement, whether it's psychic energy or physical energy, but there are times of the day where I'm more productive. So in the afternoon, if you asked me, you know, you should go out for a run, you know, I probably would wind up procrastinating and just doing other things because that energy that's available at one time of the day isn't available at another time. Do you see energy being a factor for you? Yeah, I, I agree. I think I'm more apt to do the mundane tasks early in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Some people do better. They work better at night. Uh, it, it's, it's an individual thing. It's not, and it's, it's a real thing. It's not, it's not just like psychologically you, you do it better. You, you physically, mentally are more alert, you know, and it has to do with maybe circadian rhythms. It has to do with whether you're rested, whether you've had a good night's sleep. Uh, I know for me, if if I've had if I don't have a good night's sleep, uh, or I'm up late looking at the stars, uh, the next day I, I I would just about you know kick every procrastination can down the road if I can. <laughs> I guess there's also something to be said for creating like a prioritized list of things that you would hope to accomplish, and one that's realistic as well because like you were saying too many options for you, you prefer having more time. Um, I think sometimes the reason I procrastinate is because I look at a list that's like, you know, 50 things long for a two day period. And there's no way I'm actually going to get through it all. And so I'm almost defeated before I even start. So I wonder if really like finding a way to prioritize Mm -hmm. what needs to get done and, and then, you know, feeling some sort of accomplishment when you finish it, even if it's like a mundane, boring task. Absolutely right. Um, we can easily become overwhelmed by tasks that are just too large or unwieldy. And, you know, that requires even more of a commitment of energy and focus. Uh, perhaps, you know, the very first thing we should do is to, before we even begin to approach a task, uh, maybe an unpleasant task, is to, what I might say, optimize our environments you know, put your cell phone away, turn off the notifications, right? So we have to kind of, we, we need to be conscious of our tendencies. So we need to, we need to be conscious of setting the, the stage, if you will. So let's, let's call that our first step. Let's say you have a task. Can I and, give you a millennial uh, step one? 
to okay. set the stage. I'm a little, a little anxious to hear this, but go ahead, please. Okay, because while you might put your cell phone away, I like to light a candle and like actually create like a uh, environment that feels uh, peaceful and uh, focused. So like, a, oh, yeah, that could work. Music, yep. Focus, candle. Very millennial thing to do. Aromatherapy, perhaps. So millennials set a certain mood. <laughs> we set yeah. our environment. That's just a good preliminary step. So if you if you have a problem procrastinating, set it up, set the stage, uh, set the time, you know, and and kind of make it narrow. Okay, at five to ten, here's where I give up all my fun stuff and I do my task. Now. What do I need to do to minimize mm -hmm. the distractions? You know, turn off phone, stuff like that. So we set the stage. The second thing that I think is equally, if not more important, is, you know, let's analyze, you know, why do I procrastinate? Uh, and if you are procrastinating, you know, at least, and this is going to sound counterintuitive, but if you are procrastinating, <laughs> Take a step back and procrastinate and ask yourself why am I doing this? So I'm gonna give I'm gonna give you an excuse to to analyze, which is a procrastination as to why you're procrastinating. You know, why in fact am I doing this? I, am I being lazy? Uh, is this, as Lauren might say, just too big of a task, too overwhelming, too many moving parts? You know, at, we've got to make an attempt to not just be passive. Does does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So Lauren, so tell me, you set the stage. I mean, give me a little feedback. What, what do you millennial persons, mm -hmm. how, do you, how do you beat yourself up to get something done? Well, I typically like to look at my day as a whole. And then I have like a really long list of all the things that I want to get done, like in the coming month or year, even just like a super long list. And I'll look at the week and try and time box certain things. So I try and predict how long each task will take. And I will kind of pull from my list and put it into my calendar so that I can try and see if I could actually accomplish certain things throughout the week. Um, but there are times where I'll look at the day and not actually want to do certain tasks. And I think there's something about procrastinating that I think is okay in some ways. It's like certain days, like you said, you might just not have the energy for a particular task. So I think instead of, you know, forcing yourself to do it, unless it needs to be done immediately, I often will sort of move it to the next day or the day after that, <laughs> knowing mm. that, you know, there are a lot of things that could get done in good time. It doesn't necessarily have to be done in that moment. Um, I, I know it's different when there's a time limit on certain things, but yeah. for me, it's usually like, I try to find the days that I feel motivated and capitalize on those days. And then like allow myself days where there don't, don't have to be as many to do's. You know, I guess, I guess we could call it the shiny object syndrome, where when you're sitting down at a task, so many other things seem so inviting. Oh, I just want to go and just check my email. Oh. You know, <laughs> the things that catch that we get sidetracked in. And that's that's kind of a normal part of you being human, isn't it? Yeah, I would think so. I for me, I typically get sidetracked by the thought that I wish I, I always wish I was outside. 
I don't, it seems to be like, mm-hmm. a, I maybe not in the dead of winter, but I've noticed recently when I'm working, I, I love being in a place where I could see outside at least, or sometimes I've, you know, on my lunch break at work, I've been going outside to make any phone calls I need to make. Mm-hmm. Um, so I try to find the things that feel good, even while doing the mundane tasks. Yeah. Are you easily distracted or do you see yourself as not so easily distracted? I honestly think it depends on what I'm doing. Mm. Um, So I'd say overall, I probably am pretty easily distracted. But if I'm working on something that I'm invested in or focused on, Mm -hmm. then it's almost like I have two levels. I'm either clicked in and I'm in like a flow state or I am easily distracted. Yeah, I guess I'm the same way. I mean, I could I could stay, you know, focused on something I'm interested in for hours and hours and hours. But uh, calling an insurance company or knowing I have to call that insurance company, no, 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 no. That mm. is, I'm easily distracted. Save me, throw me a lifeline. I don't want to do this. Help me. Yeah, anything <laughs> but that. Sure. Then I often think about the people that actually work for insurance companies, and then I feel better about my call. <laughs> right. <'Cause> it's <laughs> got to be really always bad. someone worse. <laughs> but but it all comes down. Well, I think really it comes down to self-discipline and and i think if you want to be more uh, i should say if you want to be less of a procrastinator um understand why you're procrastinating but then realize the bottom line is you've got to just do it if you if you want to do it you've got to find a way to just do it if you want to and so i always see self-discipline as a muscle and you know anything in life that we reinforce grows so if you want your self-discipline to grow, uh, you have to hold your feet to the fire. Uh, You have to, if you say you're going to make a call at five minutes to 10, you've got to make yourself make that call. And a lot of people will, you know, you can't excuse yourself because every time you excuse yourself, you're really causing that self-discipline muscle to atrophy a bit more and a bit more. So just getting started is very important. You know, don't don't think about, you know, it's the Nike thing. Just do it. They wouldn't have been successful had they said, just think about doing it. So, mm-hmm. you know, you need to just apply yourself. Just do it. Self-discipline. Do you agree? I agree. But I also think self-discipline can be uh, can sort of coexist with self-care as well. So even if you set something to do at a certain time, if, if for whatever reason, there's like a lot of resistance and like we, we were saying earlier, like there might be, it might be okay to say, okay, you know, I'm not in the, um, the emotional, mental, physical state to make this call or do this thing right now. So I'm going to choose to do it at a time tomorrow, like rescheduling that thing. I mm-hmm. think is okay from time to time, because then it, it, I think that that's better, like to actually commit to another time rather than just keep pushing it off. And then there's like a lot of wasted space as you push things off and you're like, okay, I'll do it in 10 minutes. I'll do it in 20 minutes. And then those 30 minutes wind up being wasted where you could just say, you know, tomorrow I'll have more time. I'll maybe I'll feel more rested. I could do this thing tomorrow and you move it and then you clear up your space. But if you're being honest, if you're being honest with yourself and I think you're right because, you know, um, you know, it's like Mark Twain again said, if you could put off today what you could do the day after tomorrow, you know, if if we are 
easily distracted and you're just making another excuse, then of course that's not legitimate. But what you're talking about legitimately recognizing that this isn't a good time for me to be doing this. That is yeah, absolutely- like on a like let's say it's just a beautiful fall day and you have like a list of things to do that are all inside or on the phone or something. Like I think it's totally fair to allow yourself to push those off to the next day when you don't feel as you know, like you're missing out on something else and you can go enjoy the cobblestone walk down the street. Walking down the cobblestone. You're absolutely right. And, and that's why let's, let's, let's suggest this, that the next time we're doing an arduous task and we're finding ourselves becoming more agitated, more anxious, it's, it's really okay to say, you know, this, this is really not typical of me and I'm struggling too much. And, and that's a, I think there are times where we have to respect our, our inclination to procrastinate. Maybe, maybe we need a healthy word for procrastination when it's healthy, uh, deflection maybe, or, or postponement. But, but sometimes, you know, rather than create stress and anxiety and, and, and maybe even panic, you know, we don't have to, you know, demand of ourselves that which we are really not at a place to offer. So I think it's important that, as you suggest, that we 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 look to let go of things that that legitimately can be put aside for a better time. Energy versus rather than the time, it's respecting the energy that's available. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and I know for me sometimes, like especially if I'm sitting down to do a creative project, or I guess even if it's not creative, like there are days where I just feel like I'm in this flow state and the thoughts are just clicking and uh, productivity is not an issue. It's like I could get so much done in an hour's time when I'm in that state. And I know what that feels like. I don't always know how to access it, but it's there on certain days and it's not there on other days. So for me, I think allowing myself to be flexible with the demands I put on myself allows me to get a lot more done because with less resistance, because on the days where it's like, banging my head against a wall to get something finished. I just stop usually mm-hmm. unless there's like a deadline because I know that there will be a time mm-hmm. where it'll come much easier and probably much, much better too. Like the results will be. Better. Yeah. I think a lot of that has to do with consciousness, being aware of yourself and not deluding yourself. So the healthier you become and the more you're capable of asserting your self-discipline, when those times come where you really feel that procrastination and it's legitimate, you know, I think we have to respect who and what we are moment to moment. So mm-hmm. there are demands sometimes that that we can't escape, um, something that has to be handed in, handed in at work or a deadline. And we do need to put our feet to that fire. And you know, some people, you know, they, they postpone things, you know, to the very last minute, but we're not necessarily talking about that. But it is important to realize that, you know, when we have to do something, it's, it's, you have to cut down the chatter of negativity, that's just making it worse, because we can sit there doing a task like doing the bills or the calling the insurance company, and just hating it and hating it and hating it. And we're, we're really generating anxiety and duress needlessly. So sometimes it's a matter of yielding to the task rather than resisting, right? Yeah, yeah. agreed. Thanks, and thanks for agreeing. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. You know, it's, I, this isn't a procrastination, but I, it seems like I'm almost hearing like other voices. <laughs> You're losing your father. I'm hearing 
it's something with our audio today. I don't know if it's going to be picked up or not, but it's like kind of weird noises in today. That's okay because huh. maybe you you're up. channeling from the <laughs> yeah. It gives me divine. enough. It gives me, listen, if, if we play this back and there's no no audio <laughs> corruption, then then uh oh. What are the voices saying? Are they sending messages? We love you, Joe. Oh, wow. (laughs) No, what they're saying is ribbit, ribbit, ribbit. Eat those frogs. Eat the biggest frog first. That makes so much sense. But anyhow, before we we go on and on and on, um, let's just mention the chronic procrastinator. And that's someone who really almost invariably will procrastinate. And that's a little deeper-seated problem. Uh, For example, if you are an anxious sort of person and a procrastinator, if you are a perfectionist, where you you just cannot decide to do something or not do something, you know, you drive yourself crazy, you avoid you avoid tasks because you, you just don't want to commit yourself. You're afraid of failure. You're afraid that maybe you're going to be sabotaging yourself. You know, so all these fears and undercurrents, you know, so anxiety, depression, uh, lack of sleep, all these things can contribute to a chronic need to avoid life's demands. Mm. You know, scary right <laughs> yeah so you know i i know it's i know it's a a tough day with me hearing all kinds of distracting <laughs> voices in my head <laughs> i'm not sure that's coming from anywhere else what are this they saying now oh this you're doing a great job today joe keep it oh thank you at least they're not paranoid voices no, that would be they're, they're concerning good they're good voices good. But, but that doesn't stop me from asking you if if it's okay if I procrastinate one more time by asking you. Uh huh. You know what time it is? Uh, yes, it <laughs> is. I'm shocked. What is it? What time is it? I always know what time it is. You do. You do. It's, what time? Uh, self coaching pep talk time. And today's pep talk. Why do you think we spend so much time procrastinating? Well, one reason is because living effectively in the present requires responsible here and now action. It's a lot easier and effortless to imagine taking responsible action later or in a few minutes or tomorrow. Truth is there will never be a better now for purposeful action. In fact, there will never be anything other than now. When the future does come, it will only be your new now. Therefore, if not now, when? And do keep in mind that procrastination can become a habit. And like any habit, if you reinforce it with wimpy compliance, it will grow stronger. Just keep in mind that self-discipline is also a habit. The more you define your goals and stick with them, the stronger your self-discipline muscle becomes. So let me ask again, if not now, when? Do you have the? Do you have these all written down? From no, the no, last? no, 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 no. These are spontaneous. No, you're not. Are you channeling them from the voices? <laughs> Wait, no, because I'm thinking you should put these into like um into a little book. Really? Uh, yeah, I just was picturing this. You know how they have those um they have like quote books, but these would be even more. 
Mm, Held. So each I, page would be a new. But I've thrown them all away. Have you really? Well, we'll go yeah. back and listen. Oh, and then we can rewrite them. I'll have to hire somebody to come and listen to each podcast and write these down. I'm and, not kidding. I think this is a good idea. Well, you're very uh, kind, you know, and I and I, I I'm glad that you like my self coaching. Then it could be like a uh you know a weekly intention. Yeah, but the pro- the problem would be that the book wouldn't have the the uh, fighting Irish fight song in the background. Unless right, but I'm right. pretty sure people could get over that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to say. <laughs> Well, uh, listen, it is I'm, football season too. So it is, more it, is. it is football season. Don't you love mm-hmm. football? At least I do. And the do. Giants actually won yesterday. Oh, and three Giants went to went to New Orleans and, and won a game. Wow. So, <laughs> so, impressed. so impressed. It's funny how like everything's relative, right? Yeah. Like them winning one game just feels really important. Sports are a good diversion. I'm sure a lot of people put off mowing the lawns or doing this or that because the game was on. Uh, so, you know, I think that, you know, TV can be a big distraction. But anyway, since we're talking about distractions, uh, are you distracted right now by anything going on in your head? Aside from the voices in my head. <laughs> yeah, I'm concerned about what's happening in your head. My head's pretty, you know, still at the moment. Yeah, is mm. there anything else that you would like to discuss? I know I, I mean I know you're in a are we? Today because you know this is this is a very complex day for you with many, many tasks. You're you're a great multitasker and you've got so much on your plate. I, I'm I'm deeply honored to have you taking the time out for this podcast. I just know how busy you are. <laughs> yeah, well I'm one of those people that actually is way more productive when I am busy. I don't know exactly how that phenomenon works, but I think it's been true for me my whole life. Um, when there's a lot to do, I wind up being far more successful at getting tasks done in a in a way that's effective. And mm-hmm. then when I have a lot of space and time, it's harder for me to commit to tasks because I, I think well, I guess you see it as a challenge, more of as a, of a challenge. I guess so, and I think you realize how you have to use your time and manage your time. And there's actually, I think, some time that goes into planning your time. So it's not just getting the tasks done. It's also creating a plan for when and how. Super. Mm. Yeah. And I think it's good. I think it's good to have a plan. Uh, I think the more conscious we become of our own inadequacies, tendencies, hesitations, procrastinations, you know, the more we can develop a plan to to more or less compensate for that in us, in us which which are what we might call our shortcomings, and and like we said, you know, just for example, setting the environment, setting the stage, uh, becoming more conscious of the reasons, and and I think if you dig down a little bit and and develop more of an active approach to why we tend to kick the can down the road all the time, you, you'll come to some conclusions. And they will be able to tip you off to uh, how to develop a better strategy for being more effective in life. And that's what we're talking about is you have to decide how effective you want to be. No one can tell you that you're not allowed to procrastinate. It's up to you. And if if you want to be more effective, if you want to be more timely with that effectiveness, okay, then let's do it. (laughs) Let's do it. All righty. So uh, you've you've chastised me before. I know when we say goodbye and we end these podcasts, we're not allowed to 
you know the word prattle and today will be no exception so this will be a short and sweet podcast because we have many a mile to travel and i'm i'm not going to procrastinate one more second and prolong this podcast (laughs) are you proud of me yeah i am proud of you would you like to prattle a bit yeah. I'm, pro- I'm procrastinating right now. I don't, you know I don't want to end our podcast. I, I enjoy talking to you every week. I know, but I'll talk to you in like two minutes. When we're but I know, but well. this, is, this is more fun because you really listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> I listen to you all the time. I know, I know. I know. Okay. So you have okay. you, no concluding remarks. Huh? Ribbit. Ribbit. Ribbit, ribbit. Yeah, I got to go eat my big frog. And you know what? And visit our website, selfcoaching.net, where you can learn more about our self-coaching philosophy. And while you're there, check out my number one best-selling book, Unlearning Anxiety and Depression, the four-step self-coaching program to reclaim your life. So until next time, remember that being victimized by emotional struggle is not an option. By definition, victims are powerless and you are not powerless. Remember, everything is hard until you make it simple. So join Lauren, who handles every task with verve and determination and enthusiasm, never procrastinating Lauren and me every week. What do you say we make it simple together? Reach out for your dreams. Don't surrender, there is more than it seems. Hold on and fight, follow your heart. This is your way, life is what you make of it Believe in yourself, reach out for your dreams